welcome to the Principles of Success podcast. This is your host, Dr. Shana Henry. This podcast is for current or aspiring female school leaders and those who are supportive of their journeys. Each week, we will hear from passionate educational leaders. I will also share my reflections from over 15 years as a school leader. Together, we will talk about how to level up our schools and our leadership. Hello there, and welcome to the Principles of Success podcast. This is your host, Dr. Shana Henry, and today I am solo. If you've been listening to us from the beginning, you'll know that I had hoped to jump in from time to time and share some of my personal reflections and strategies from my experience as a school leader. So here we are. Today for this mini episode, I'm going to talk about principal productivity and share some of the strategies that have been helpful to me. It's December and I'm spending some time reflecting on how the work of a school administrator is really like no other. As you know, school leadership is really a one of a kind position and can look so different from school to school. I have served as a principal for an elementary school, middle school, and now high school, while at the same time, I'm also serving as a planning principal for a new school to open. So I've definitely learned a few things along the way. All of my schools have been high need and ones where every decision we make and every minute counts. For me, there is no such thing as a consistent schedule. Sure, I typically have a plan for the week, but there are always unexpected hurdles and surprises every day. Sometimes before I even get to campus, the surprise of the day is ringing on my phone and there goes the morning. Anyone out there relating to me right now? Show of hands. So I am constantly reflecting on how I can run my day versus letting the day run me. Now, before I share some of the strategies that have helped me, I want to share a disclaimer. While I do love organizing products from the container store, oh boy, do I, as much as the next person, this episode is not about ways to organize. Been there, done that. For me, in order to feel and be more productive is about evaluating the systems in my life and at my school. You can buy all the planners or color code all your files. It will not sustain if you do not have a system to change the practice that took you to this state of overwhelm. Let me say that again. It is about your systems and practices that create productivity. So I want to share three strategies that have worked for me. The first strategy is time blocking. Time blocking is the process of placing your priority activities into designated time slots on your weekly calendar. You are basically dividing your day into blocks of time. All you need for this to happen is a calendar. When I first heard of time blocking, I thought there is no way I'm going to be able to make this happen because my day is so unpredictable. And I will be really open and tell you I'm still working on this, but I have felt the most productive when I make every attempt to time block. So here is how you do it. The first step is to schedule your priorities. And I really think of this in two tiers. For tier one, these are my time-bound things that are any big projects that may have a deadline or perhaps a meeting that you need to prepare for. 
This can also be something like evaluation conferences that need to be held by a contractual deadline. So in other words, these are the things that have a date attached to it. Then there is tier two. These are areas that may be your supervisor's focus that you need to prioritize or your personal leadership goals. Here are some examples. Getting in classrooms is very important to me and can sometimes be the one thing that I get pulled from the most. So I block time on my calendar to meet this goal. I identify the number of visits I wanna make and the time I need to visit plus writing the feedback, then block this time throughout the week. So let's drill that down a little bit. If I want to make 10 visits to classes and it takes me about 15 minutes to visit and do the write-up, I need to find blocks of time that total 150 minutes over the course of a week, roughly about 30 minutes a day. I can block a solid 30 minutes to complete or I could do two 15-minute blocks. Another example. I've worked in a district where the PLC time was a heavy initiative. If every week teams are collaborating and turning in copies of their minutes or data results, I need to block time to make sure I've reviewed all the follow-up data and their next steps from each PLC. Blocking time for the specific goal ensures I get to it. Next step is to time block space for your other personal goals and other priorities. If you made personal goals this year, perhaps to work out regularly or build in more wellness opportunities, block this time in. Perhaps a priority for you is to always make it home by a certain time for family dinner. Again, you want to block this time. This last step is to build in flex time. You want to block spaces for those just-in-case moments. Perhaps something takes more time than allotted or an emergency comes up, which we definitely know it will. Not scheduling flex time is like setting yourself up to fail. Things will inevitably come up, so plan for it. Now, you might be thinking that a lot of these things are naturally done and you don't really need to actually schedule it. I want you to consider this. If anything, time blocking helps establish boundaries for what you're willing to say yes to. If you don't control your schedule, other people will control it for you. Now, if you are just getting started with time blocking, it might be worth doing a brain dump of all your to-dos and then prioritizing. I try to make Saturday mornings a good opportunity to plan for the upcoming week, but find a time and day that works for you. I've created a helpful resource to help you start time blocking. You can head over to principlesofsuccess.com forward slash 14 to check it out. The second strategy comes from one of my favorite all-time books, Atomic Habits from James Clear. The system is called a habit stacking. When it comes to feeling productive, you can probably identify some habits in your life that are counterproductive to meeting your goals. Our typical way is saying we want to implement a new habit and then we go full force with mixed results. So James Clear says that one of the best ways to build a new habit is to identify a current habit you already do and then stack your new behavior on top. This is habit stacking. This way your current habit can serve as a cue to perform the desired habit building reinforcement over time. So to keep this simple, the formula for habit stacking is one sentence. After or before blank, your current habit, 
I will blank your new habit. Here are some standard examples. After I pour my morning cup of coffee, I will meditate for 60 seconds. Or after I finish eating dinner, I will put my plate directly into the dishwasher. I know those are simple examples, so you're wondering, how does this look in our leadership role? So think about some of the practices you want to get in place and have a hard time getting to. I'll go back to the walkthrough example. So I may attach this desired behavior to something I do every day, like maybe supervising at passing periods. So using the formula, I could say, after I complete passing period supervision, I will visit three classrooms. And then I can add another habit to that. Before I leave the classroom walkthrough, I will write and send feedback. So I'm using the passing period as a cue to create the new habit of automatically conducting walkthroughs. Now that habit makes sense to me since I will already be out of the office and near classrooms. Here's another example for wanting to start a habit of building in more staff appreciation. After I make morning announcements, I will send two positive emails to staff members. So you can find the habits that work for you and stack appropriately. And you don't need to stop with professional habits. This can also be applied to your personal goals as well. After I take off my work shoes, I will immediately change into my workout clothes. After I sit down to dinner, I will say one thing I'm grateful for that happened today. The point is that habit stacking allows you to create a routine or structure to bringing in the positive systems and eliminating the bad ones. If you would like to brainstorm some ideas for habit stacking or maybe just see some more ideas, head over to principlesofsuccess.com forward slash 14 for resources to get you started. The last strategy is to create a stop doing list. As we approach a new year, I know you are tempted to think about the things you want to start doing. I'm guilty of it. We all are. Some people call it resolutions or maybe they are simply goals. Here's the thing. If we want to be successful at these new goals, we need to remove the things on our plate that consume our time or make us feel overwhelmed. So my suggestion is to make a stop doing list. Glance at your calendar from this year or reflect as a whole. What bogged down your time? What are the things you need to stop doing, delegate, or remove as a whole? Here are some things to think of. When it comes to work, are there tasks that your secretary can take off your plate? Are there skills you can build up in your leadership team that you don't need to always tackle on your own? Are there things you can automate? Identify three to five things you can stop doing that will allow more space to breathe and build in that flex time for time blocking. It'll help your productivity overall. Okay, so there you have it. Three strategies I've tried that helped me become more productive. Like I've referenced before, you can visit our show notes to access some helpful downloads. But if you would love some focused time to work on this, and create systems together in real time, I would love for you to join me for a free five-day principal productivity challenge kicking off December 28th, just in time for the new year. You'll receive an email every day with a helpful PDF and action items. 
You'll also have access to a private Facebook community where I'll go live every day with time for your specific questions. All videos will be recorded and accessible throughout the week. This challenge is going to be a great start to being more productive in the new year. I promise. So to join me, visit principlesofsuccess.com forward slash challenge. I really hope to see you there. Thank you for joining me today on our first solo podcast. Until next time, this is Dr. Shana Henry with the Principles of Success podcast.